to give us some insight as to what's going on with uh, the beef industry in, in this part of the world, we're going to chat now with Bob Lowe. Bob's been with us before, vice president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, I believe. Right, Bob? Did I get it right? Well, president. President. Okay, fair president. enough. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to rob you of that rank. Um, <laughs> The winter, I mean, just uh, how bad has it been? I mean, what are you hearing from producers in Alberta? Sounds like uh, some really tough times out there, hey? Well, it's it all goes back to the drought and yeah. the size of that drought we had last summer, and there's just no feed. Um, you know, in, in parts of winter, I'm from south of Calgary, southwest Alberta, and there's we've had a really dry, open winter, Yeah, which has been a mixed blessing. I mean, it didn't take as much feed, but... On the other hand, we don't have a whole lot of, well, we have no reserves going into the spring, so we're going to rely on rain. Um, what are we talking when we're talking about price of feed? What is it right now versus what it was, say, two years ago? Oh, I, I don't know. We bought all ours last fall, but I would say this hay has got to be approaching, well, it's got to be 250 to $300 a ton, if you can even find it. Yeah. Um. $100 a ton it would have been two years ago. Holy cow. Uh, grain grain is the big one. It's I bought corn last fall for $350 a ton. Now, this is coming out of Iowa. Yeah. And I just bought some more the other day for $440 a ton. And it's it, there just isn't any feed around is the problem. Right, trying to find it. And then if you do find it, you got to pay through the nose. Yep, supply and demand, and so I'm just listening to your news and the number of cattle that have been the SPCA is taking control of. Yeah. I hope they can find the feed. <laughs> well, exactly, right? Yeah, that's that, that's exactly what it is. I mean, if there's no feed, there's no feed, you know, and that's that's our big thing now with this impending rail strike. What is the situation with this rail strike? I mean, in terms of how it would affect the beef industry, I know I know the supply chain is an issue all into itself, but what would this mean specifically for cattle producers? Well, there's approximately a million cattle or a little more that are on feed in feedlots in, in Alberta. Yeah. Most of them in southern Alberta. And the the feed source is corn coming up from the states. Okay. Um and it's, it's got to come by rail. There's just nowhere near enough trucks to haul it. So it's got to come by rail. Uh, CP is is the rail line that's in southern Alberta. So they've been bringing most of it up, and and they had to slow down due to COVID and cold weather and stuff in January, and that got cured. And so they're bringing in 8 to 10, maybe 12 unit trains a week, which has given the industry somewhere between a week and a, and two weeks uh, supply. And how far out Just, are we from natural grazing here still? A couple of months, I'd think, right? Uh, oh, a couple of months. What is it? First of middle of March, middle of April. Yeah, two months, two and a half months. Okay. And in the in the feedlot industry, I mean, these cattle are, are being finished to, to yeah. go onto somebody's plate. So those will never go out to grass. And they're relying on 80% of their diet or 90% of their diet is corn. So if you can't get the corn, what do we do with all these cattle? I mean, there is no plan B. We don't have any other grain to replace it with. That's what's making this strike. So it could be absolutely devastating. Okay, so, I mean, if you can't feed the animals, what's the decision? It seems like I know the answer to this, Bob. Is that what we're seeing? 
Uh, well, yeah, who knows? I mean, the, the processors, they can only handle so many cattle a day. If you can't, if there is no feed to feed them, this could become a, a very huge disaster really quickly. In what way? What could happen? Well, they just get hungry. They just start starving to death. Oh, or, or they get euthanized. Right. Would be, you know, they'd be euthanized before anybody would actually let them starve. But, but they'd still be wasted then because they can't be processed. Totally wasted. You know, the processors can only do so many head a week or a day, and, and there's a whole lot more cattle than that that are relying on this feed coming out from the States. You know, the, the thought of, of, a, of a rail strike or lockout or anything, the, the thought of these trains shutting down for a week or two weeks is, to me, I can't even comprehend it. It would be um, that bad. Sure it would be that bad. And we've talked to, you know, a lot of different politicians and a, a lot of, you know, policymakers in Ottawa. We've talked to both the uh, CP and the Teamsters Union Yep. about the, the potential uh, potential wreck if, if there is a, a strike of any length of time at all. So, you know, after talking to everybody, and I think everybody understands what could possibly happen, and we aren't even talking the economics. This is this is an animal welfare thing. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, and obviously that's most important. But let's talk about the economics here, because we just did a segment on food prices, and one of the leading uh, increases. You know, we're seeing record highs uh, in in hikes over you know food inflation. And one of them is beef. So uh, what, what's going on there? Oh, well, it's global demand for beef. Uh, that's that's a one of the good things. One of the highlights is in Canada we have actually increased our exports, set, set new export records both in tonnage and in value every year for the last six years. Yeah, um, which is good for a beef producer. But the the people in buying steaks at the store, yeah, I mean they're competing with it's a global market, so they're competing with the rest of the world to get that steak. It's not that there's a shortage of supply or anything. It's just a huge demand. So do I have this right? You're in a position now where demand for your product and the price you're getting for your product is as good as it's ever been. And unfortunately, you're having a hard time feeding them and get them, keeping the herd going. I mean, is it just sort of these two things working against each other here? Well, sort of. And, and really at the, at the producer level, yeah. we aren't getting those global profits. Because at the producer level, there's a lot of cattle around right now. Okay. So so the processors are the ones collecting the money. They're in the perfect storm. They've got a lot to pick from, and they've got a huge, big supply, and they've got a huge demand going out the other side. That's going to turn around. I mean, we're going to run out of cattle just through a typical cattle cycle. Yeah. At that point in time, producers, you know, are going to be doing quite a bit better than they are now. That is if. If, if we can keep the trains running and the corn coming and actually get to feed them. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a house of cards, Bob. It really is. I mean, there are so many things that could derail this. Be, between COVID starting this whole thing and then that drought last year, I mean, I don't know if there's ever been a drought that covered that much area. Where I am, you know, we're used to drought. But generally, you can go 100 miles and find some food for your cattle. This one was the western half of North America. So, and that's just caused a huge, 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 well, like you say, house of cards. Yeah, and so it, and, it, and the latest one is is this rail strike, and that, that could yeah. be the one that just tips it into crisis situation. 
yeah, and it seems funny to me that that you know we go through weather, we go through COVID, we go through various things that we have no control over. Yeah, as humans, the worst one of the bunch could possibly be human caused. Yeah, that, yeah, that that is hard for me to comprehend. A labor struggle. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you, hundred percent, Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you. Best of luck getting through all this. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll come out the other side somehow. Okay, thanks, Bob. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Shay. Talk to you later. Yeah, bye. That is Bob Lowe, who is president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. And yeah, we haven't talked much about the rail strike, but as as you heard in the news and as you heard Bob talking about, that's that's coming into a crisis point here. Um, Scott Moa, a bunch of different premiers coming together to write a letter to the federal government saying, hey, you need to make rail workers essential workers and remove that right to strike. 